Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors in over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. Morning, everybody. It is 9.59, jumping over to 10 o'clock on a Saturday morning, March the 4th, 2023. Good old 710 KNUS. Thank you for being here. Tomorrow, Sunday, you'll be 53 for the high, and then 44 back to work Monday. We had Mark Crowley on with us early this morning talking about the injection sites coming up. In the next hour, Steve Harms on Devon Eriks. In the meantime, there's no one I love better. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the radio show. The one, the only, Dean Singleton. And so much talk about Rupert Murdoch. And now everything that's going on there, Murdoch now acknowledging that Fox News host endorsed lies, uh, the false stolen election claims. Hey, boss, thanks for getting up and doing the radio show. I know your life is uh, going on hard. So, ladies and gentlemen, Dean Singleton, good morning. Good morning, Peter. How are you today? You know, I'm good. And uh, I think I'll sneak a ski day in on Monday. And uh, all's well in the world. So... I think about you all the time as I watch these hearings and I watch what's being reported. Uh, Dean, of course, owned the Denver Post and another a lot of newspapers. At, at the at the peak of your corporate of your corporate holdings, how many papers, Dean, did you own? Well, I think we had seventy eight dailies, and we operated in twenty four states. Wow! And this comes from a. I just respect it so much. He literally walked down a dirt road and got a job at a newspaper when he was a kid. And he built this empire. Um, When did you meet Rupert Murdoch first? Well, I've known Rupert since the early 80s. So probably 40 years. Wow. Uh, uh, Rupert was a Australian newspaper publisher. Um, and had a large group of newspapers in Australia. He bought his first newspaper in the U.S. in 1973, the San Antonio Express News. And then a few years later, he bought the New York Post, which was a very, very liberal tabloid in New York. And he quickly turned it into a very conservative tabloid and promoted it and and made it a, a quite large newspaper. Uh, Rupert is conservative. I mean, he's got conservative conservatism in his DNA, but that's not what drives him. Um, uh, he was an Australian citizen, and he wanted to buy John Kluge's television station empire but in order to own a tv license you had to be a citizen so rupert went through the process and became a u.s citizen uh so he could buy uh the tv empire that john kluge had built um uh and then then he 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 had he owned major newspaper holdings in the uk as well as australia he never bought a lot of newspapers in the United States. He had he, he sold San Francisco or he sold San, uh, 
San Antonio. He, he still has the New York Post. At one time, he owned the Chicago Sun Times. But he, but in about 15 years ago, he bought the Wall Street Journal. And uh, most people don't associate Rupert with the Wall Street Journal, but he does. He paid five billion for Dow Jones, uh, which was a very high price at the time. Uh, and got the Wall Street Journal, and that that that's his crown jewel in the United States. Uh, Fox News was created by Rupert to to fill a need that he saw in the U.S. Uh, the The perception in a, in the whole country was that the television news media was slanted liberal, um, and that's not uh, unusual because most television news, especially national and international, comes from New York or Washington, and uh, the people who cover news for, who live in New York and Washington tend to have grown up in a liberal environment, and that's that's what they see the world in. Rupert felt that middle America uh, didn't have their own news media, and and he used focus groups and and research to develop Fox News in 1996. And Fox News was designed to be the news network for middle America who felt the, had was much more conservative than than people on the east coast or the west coast and and he built it certainly it had a news component to it uh, but he but he built it with talking heads that could speak conservative language and he built it into the the, the number one cable news network in the country and uh, and for for many many years uh, it was a solid news operation that certainly leaned conservative and had conservative talking heads uh, but there still was a pretty good news component to it um, you you know the history of sure. Donald Trump Donald Trump got elected president in '16. Uh, I mean, he 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 made fools out of middle America conservatives. Um, they began to worship Donald Trump, and Donald Trump. Every time he opened his mouth, it was a lie. I mean, Donald Trump has lived his life telling lies, and and right up to the big lie that. That the election was stolen in 2020, which we know it wasn't, and Fox News took advantage of the Donald Trump phenomenon, and they rode the ratings clear to the top by wrapping their arms around Donald Trump, and uh, and it became the Trump uh, network. I mean. I got I quit watching it because there really was no news on there anymore. It was 
was it became the Trump network. And, you know, now we find out in, in, on the Dominion lawsuit, the sworn depositions are coming out in court filings. And, and under court sworn depositions and emails that had to be turned over to the court for the litigation, you know, we now know that virtually everybody at Fox News, starting with Rupert, who's the founder and owner, knew all these things they were saying about the rigged election were untrue and false. And it's it's right there through an email trail to show that they knew these were lies and that they were false. And, uh, and, and they continue to do it because the evidence shows that they were nervous about losing their audience. Yeah. That moment, let me reset here. You're listening to Dean Singleton, Peter Boyle, 710 KNUS, eight minutes after 10. Going to be 48, maybe 50 in the high today. Tomorrow and Sunday would be much, much nicer, even better day. We're talking about the life and times. Rupert Murdoch, Dean knew him, knows him. And what has happened, you, there's someone I put into the hat, Roger Ailes. Um, well, Roger, Roger was the face of building Fox. And, and Roger was a political operative, came out of the Nixon years, and, and had great, great credentials. And, you know, he ended up getting fired for, for, uh, yes, sexual. yes, yeah. yeah. But, 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 but Roger knew there needed to be some balance between opinion and news. And, under Rogers' leadership, Fox News had a pretty darn good news component to it. And when Roger got fired, uh, uh, about the time Trump came on the scene, um, the, the Fox News sold their soul to Trump because they found that audience. Trump, Trump fooled tens of millions of people into thinking that he was the conservative messiah. Uh, he wasn't, and he's not. And and cult, Trump became a cult hero, and Fox decided to ride those ratings up to the top with him. And um, Fox got a little bit in trouble with, uh, with their MAGA audience, on well, right. let me let me reset and reset it up again with Dean Singleton. Um, Roger Ailes, I think, was brilliant. At the same time, incredibly flawed. And had he not done what he did, you know, he creates Limbaugh. He's he's very much involved in creating the EIB, uh, the, the the Limbaugh, and it, they made tremendous amounts of money in radio, and they they really. It reinvent talk radio. Limbaugh is everybody in this business owes Limbaugh something. Having said that, and then does, is Murdoch just smart enough to see Ailes and bring him? Because I don't know this history to bring him in. Did they know one another? What was the tie between Rupert Murdoch and Roger Ailes? Rupert needed somebody to fulfill the vision of creating a news network. Middle America that that wasn't uh, 
planted in the liberal side, and he knew Roger to be the great communicator. Roger was a great communicator. Uh, he, he, he had a good feel of conservative America, and he knew what they wanted. And Fox was an instant success. I mean, Fox, Fox is the most profitable news network yeah. probably in the world. But that's the same thing that, that it's interesting to me. It's the same thing that Limbaugh did to talk radio. And that's what I look at. I, I, I understand, you know, what a, a really a horrific human being Ailes is. But at the same time, he's absolutely brilliant when it comes to television and radio. Um, when Limbaugh showed up, he knocked everybody out of the box. He truly did. And when Fox hit, the initial Fox like you're talking about, they swept everybody aside, did they not? They, they did. Uh, but but I mean, I, the point I'm trying to make that Fox News was not always the way it is today. Um, yeah, I agree. It was Rupert's vision, and Rupert had the vision, and Roger Ailes knew how to execute the vision. Mm-hmm. Became a powerhouse, and it really didn't begin to lose its luster until Trump. I agree. And they, 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 they sold their soul to Trump. But the same thing, Dean, has happened to talk radio. Um, talk radio is sick right now, and I don't know if it comes back from the sickness. One of the things about Fox is. Apparently, I mean, I, I, that moment where Tucker Carlson's asking about a stock price, and I don't know the stock price. I don't know the stock price of any radio outfit I ever worked for. Some of them are held privately, and I don't know the stock price on Salem. But well, the, I mean, the the fear the fear that that Fox had was on election night. Uh, they have independent election analysts. Uh, I, I, I know their election analysts quite well. I've, one of them has worked for me. And, and, and they're, they're not there to, to, to have opinion. They're there to look at the data and determine, based on the data, who won the state. Was that the Arizona call when the guy called in Arizona? Fox was the first. Yeah, yeah that called Arizona for Biden. And MAGA America went berserk. And well, the Trumps went crazy, too. Everybody went berserk yeah. on the conservative side. Uh, but it, it, the, you know, the, the, the guy in charge of that was Arnon Miskin, mm-hmm. who is, a, is an analyst that Fox has used for years to, to help them call their elections. Arnon is apolitical. I mean, he's—I don't even know what his political office. Any any contract his services out to Fox, and so they determined that Biden had won Arizona, yeah, yeah. and MAGA America was going berserk. Well, so, in, in, in some of the in, in some of the some of the many books that I've read in the last couple of years. Uh, Donald Trump starts, I think he turns to his son or his son-in-law and says, call Rupert. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, at least it's been written. And, and so uh, their, their whole audience was in revolt yeah. because, because they believed that Fox had turned on Trump. 
Well, Fox hadn't turned on Trump at all, but the data showed that Arizona was going for Biden, and they called it. Uh, uh, so, so they had to buy into this the big lie election to try to hold on to their audience because they were nervous about their MAGA audience going away. And and we now know through sworn depositions that have been made public in court filings that Rupert knew these were all lies. Uh, uh, the on-air personalities knew they were all lies. Everybody knew they were all lies. But their email trails and sworn depositions that show even though they knew they were lies, they stayed with them yeah. to try to preserve their MAGA audience. Yeah. I uh, cut a promo. Ooh. I cut a promo for today's show, and then we could take a pause and come back. And I said, you know, Fox News has turned into professional wrestling. Everybody knows it's fake, but they still watch it for fun. I don't know if they're going to continue to watch it. I mean, now, the especially the stuff on Hannity and... Uh, some of the things that have come out on Tucker Carlson, these are their sticks. I mean, this isn't like, uh, you know, the Sunday afternoon guy. These are the these are the big deals, and th know, they're in on it. Fox News will go the way of Donald Trump. Yeah, whichever way he goes, they well, will. They went up with Donald Trump, and. <laughs> With Donald Trump. But the interesting thing, and you know, you've been through so much, Dean Singleton. And you look at this stuff, and you said, "Didn't you th ask yourself this question? Didn't you think this was all going to be exposed?" And apparently, and there, there, what's the what's the woman's last name? Scott. That now she she runs the news outfit since since um, Roger Ailes is gone. But they got to be feeling the heat. Come back. Hang on, Dean. If you, can you stay with me, please? Sure. Sure. Dean Singleton, coming up. Stevie Harms will talk about the Von Erich family. When things break and don't work right, call my friends Brad Apple and Time Plumbing, Heating, and Electric for all your service needs. This is the good guy. They have the best, easy-to-remember number for all your needs, 303 Plumber. Denver natives Brad and Judy Apple own Time Plumbing, Heating, and Electric, licensed since 1983. Your furnace is getting old and not heating like it used to. Time Plumbing, Heating, and Electric can clean and service your your furnace for $69, normally $120. If your furnace is getting old and not heating like it used to, Time Plumbing, Heating, and Electric, well, a, a blowout special. On and again, you can get a, a furnace replacement this month, 2000 bucks off their standard pricing for a new ream or carrier furnace replacement. They also offer financing starting at only $62 a month for a new furnace, and your old one will be recycled. Simply dial their easy-to-remember number, 303 Plumber. Mention me, Peter Boyles. The furnace special get 2000 bucks off a furnace replacement this month. Remember, it is really, remember the number, 303 Plumber. Go to 303 Plumber, 303Plumber.com. Morning, everybody. It's 22 minutes after the hour 10 on a Saturday morning. 710 KNUS, Peter Boyles on the air everywhere. The 4th of March Coming up, Steve Harms will be with us. Dean is with us. We're talking about Rupert Murdoch. What's next for Fox? Ski season's in full swing, man. The weather's turning. The sun's out longer. Uh, we skied on last Monday, and uh, Winter Park was like, Phew! so the snow is good. We're going to be back on again on Monday. You know what it means? It's time to visit Larson Ski and Sport. Coming to the end of great gear for the season. You're ready to get out there and have fun. Weather's a lot nicer now. Take it from me. You need any ski snowboard gear? 
It's John Marriott and Larson Ski and Sport and Paul and the guys seven days a week looking for a day or a season rental. Larson's has the, the rentals, best rentals. And you can do what's called demos, which is basically new skis. Or, again, just if you're going to put skis on your kids or grandkids, always rent because next year it's going to be too small. If you're looking for new ski boots, Larson's has the best fitting process. I watched them do it. Guys at Larson's will take the time to get to know you and the family, match you up with all, all the right brands. You can enjoy your, your time on the hill. Larson's is so convenient, you can stop on the way up the hill or stop on the way home. The big wooden box store south of I-70 on Kipling. So if you're going westbound on I-70, get off on the Kipling exit, come down the ramp, make a left. There's a tunnel right underneath I-70. Go under that, come out the other side, look to the right, and you'll see the Crab Shack. And then the giant wooden box building that's right. There it are. There it are. There it are. There it are. Larson Ski and Sport, absolute experts on everything you need for winter sports. Stop in today and tell them I sent you. Seven days a week, Larson Ski and Sport, south of I-70 on Kipling. Website is Larson Sport, L-A-R-S-O-N, LarsonSport.com. The one and only Dean Singleton is our guest. We're talking about Fox and Rupert. And what next is Murdoch, in essence, rolls over on his own guys and acknowledges that Fox News host endorsed Lies, false stolen election claims, and he pricked, he was picking on on Tucker Carlson. He was talking about Hannity. What do we do with that? Well, I, there are two things in Rupert's deposition. Uh, actually, we don't know the whole deposition. We've just seen excerpts in the court filings, but there are two things in there that are devastating. One is when Rupert testified under oath that. Fox on-air personalities endorsed the lie. And then the second devastating thing was, I could have stopped it, but I didn't. Yeah. And that's really the whole story, is why didn't he stop it? He didn't want the ratings to fall. Or the revenue. And or the revenue. And, uh, uh, you know, Rupert's religion is green. Hmm. I mean, I, I, re- I really love Rupert, and, and he's one of the more colorful, one of the smartest people to be in our industry for a long time. And he's capable of doing excellent journalism. Just look at the Wall Street Journal. It's one of the three best newspapers in America, and, and Rupert owns that, and, and, and it's excellent. So Rupert's capable of good journalism, but Fox News wasn't designed to do good journalism. It was designed to market to that angry, uneducated person out in middle America that was angry at the government. And, and it's it's. it's the, the big fear is is if you lose the MAGA Republican, what do you but, have left? Yeah, but we see this happen all the time in radio ratings. You see it in newspaper circulation figures. Um, ratings are revenue. Revenue is ratings. And I've really given this a lot of thought. Murdoch, I mean, when you see what, cause Newsmax and a couple of those other Outfits started jumping over Fox in Nielsen's. And the interesting guy in all of this is Mike Lindell, 
who Murdoch testified it was wrong for Tucker Carlson, I'm reading this, to host Mike Lindell to repeat those allegations against Dominion. And when asked why Fox News did not sever with Lindell, Murdoch, uh, Rupert Murdoch said it was financial, financial decision. What's the great line? It's not red or blue, it's green. It's green. And, yeah. and Rupert, Rupert, Rupert's green. Hmm. That's what he's all about. And, 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 he, and he's, he's created a lot of green in his career. And it's, but, you know, I, I said this to Cory Gardner once after he became a solid Trumper after criticizing him for so long. I said, Cory, once you sell your soul, it's gone. Yeah. You can't sell your soul but once. And Fox has sold its soul. Another part that has now come up, and I was reading last night knowing we were going to talk, and I've read, I don't know, eight or nine of these books, but Murdoch gave Donald Trump's son-in-law confidential information about the Biden ads. He gave Jared, who's Donald Trump's son-in-law, a, quote, confidential information about Joe Biden's ads and debate strategy. And if you're and if you're in the media ooh, business... Ooh. Unpardonable sin. You can't do that. Cannot do that. I mean, I think I think they've they've lost all credibility. I mean, they've and, and they've they've lost any credibility at being a news organization, and they probably lost the MAGA audience. They will. If not, they will. They, they've lost the MAGA. Yeah. So you know, they're getting it from both ends. I've read also, I read the trades, The CNN says they're going to take a more conservative bent. That'll be interesting to watch. And one of the things that happens, and I read some of this testimony, when, when asked why, of course, we just talked about it, why they didn't sever ties with Lindell, and then they go on to say, um, he, he, you know, Lindell was literally on every night, and Murdoch said he pays us a lot of money. At first, you think it's comic, and then you get bored and irritated, but it's the money. Murdoch also said he could have stopped Rudolph Giuliani and Sidney Powell, the Kraken, who have appeared here many times, not on this morning show, but he's the former lawyer. Of course, everybody knows the Kraken. And Murdoch said, and I quote, I could have, but I didn't. It's, it's quite sad, Peter, because Trump made fools out of tens of millions of good people yeah. in middle America. They did. And then Fox News made fools out of them again. And, uh, uh, you know, these are good people. They've just been made fools of. What happens next to Fox? Our guest is Dean Singleton, Peter Boyles. Good morning, everyone. What happens next to Fox? You know, It'll be interesting to see what they do. Do they do they try to accept the fact that there's no news credibility left and just be uh, a conservative right wing mouthpiece? Mm-hmm. Try to try to do that, or do they try to gain some of their credibility back and be a news organization? Mm-hmm. I would guess they'll do the former because 
if you go back, that's why Fox News was created to begin with. Yeah, I mean, I think, and I was thinking, you know, because Murdoch is brilliant. There's no question how smart Murdoch is. Brilliant man I've ever met. Wow, that's that really says something. But he, I, what, what's his son like? He had two sons. One was apparently. Well, I, I know them both. Yeah. Lachlan runs News Corp, um, and James uh, uh, left the company when they sold their entertainment businesses uh, to Disney. Uh, interesting, Lachlan is very conservative, and James is pretty progressive. Yeah. And they're very different, uh, but they're both uh, extremely smart. And I got to know Lachlan through the Aspen Institute. We both participated in the Aspen Institute. And again, uh, I think good guy, and, and, and they, were, they were between a rock and a hard place. What do I do here? Do I try to preserve the MAGA audience, even if I have to lie to do it, or, or I have to have on-air people lie to do it? And or, or do I, or do I try to keep some credibility as a news organization? And and they chose the former. Uh, I I would point out that if you look at the depositions or what's been reported, the thing that I will say for Rupert is Rupert on the depositions told it like it was. He, you know even to his own peril and potentially to the peril of his company, Rupert told the truth, yeah. told it like it was. Yeah. And that's the Rupert I know. I think when you get pushed into that place and instead of doing like what Professor John Eastman did, start taking the fifth, uh, apparently took the fifth more than Frank Costello, but you have this, filing and you have this trove of messages and emails and Fox News they were privately ridiculing the claims but they were on air promoting the lies and you know you wonder what people believe or don't believe and then put when when the man has to put his hand up and you have said this many times under oath things change quickly but don't yeah. you think that these the um the Dominion attorneys had, they were armed with all of this. What was Murdoch going to do? And instead of taking the fifth, which is the the role that uh, my good friend John Eastman takes, he takes the fifth. This guy told, this, this Rupert Murdoch then tells the truth. Did he have a choice? Well, he, he, he could have been less direct than he was. Um, I mean... I, taking the fifth wouldn't have made any sense because this is not a criminal proceeding, and uh, uh, and and there won't be a criminal proceeding because there's mm-hmm. nothing. There there there's a lot of ethical issues here, but I see no criminal issues here. It's just I don't know. It, it's about ethics. I mean, it's not. You know, it's immoral to lie. But it's uh, but it's not illegal to lie, mm. um, you know. And, but there's some there's now you know like, uh, isn't there some 
I don't know, emotional, ethical, you know, put a jacket on it, that you can sit and do this and be part of what happened in this country for the last two and a half years than simply write a check and try and walk away. That, I mean, that, it, it's, it's so troublesome, Dean. We've had this conversation privately so many times. Dean Singleton's here. Well, I, and, and, you know, we've talked about the litigation with Dominion. Dominion. Um, I, I, I could be very, very wrong, and this is just my opinion, but I, do, I, don't, I don't think Dominion will settle this case. Hmm. I, think, I think Dominion wants, wants to drawn out in a yeah. courtroom. Maybe. For, Ready to see maybe if they win uh, and get punitive damages, it could be in the billions and billions. Oh, I see. So what the I, I follow what you're saying, and we've talked about that. Or will is Rupert Murdoch just trying to think up a number right now and get out of it? Uh, I I don't think Dominion will do that. No, I don't either. I, I think Dominion wants to clear their name. I think you're right. I don't think there will be well, a settlement. Will any of this end up in a congressional investigation or the Senate in a Senate chamber? Will any of these things, wherever, wherever they happened, will they be investigated by Congress or the Senate? Uh, I don't see any reason why they would. I mm. mean, you know, in, in politics today, you can investigate anybody for anything. Uh, but, um, you know, this... This is kind of a one-off thing. I mean, uh, it's it's a it's a moral moral and financial issue that Fox had to deal with, and we now know how they dealt with it. And but I, I can't see where they broke any laws. Did they? Are they? You know, this whole January sixth. You know, who fuels it? Who? Who eggs it on? Who is part of it? I I see Fox is very much a part of it. Um, Hannity, who has been very smug, now says things, and Tucker Carlson has been incredibly smug. Now calls Donald Trump demonic. I that just it, it's just Dean. I I can't get my arms around it because of what's what I've witnessed in the last two and a half years and what's happened here and other places. Well, the other thing in, in, in Rupert's deposition is he said on, I think it was January 7th, I, I want to make Donald Trump a non-person. Yeah, no, I saw that in the writing. And, and so, so, so here's the dilemma. The, by, by telling the truth, yeah. and, and, I, and I want to emphasize, I admire Rupert for being so straightforward and truthful in his deposition. Uh, but by telling the truth, he runs the risk of losing MAGA world. Yeah. That, is, that, that, may, that may not exist that much longer anyhow. So, now, uh, Well, Trump may not exist very much longer, but the MAGA world, who's angry at the world, is still going to be there. Yeah. Be calling your radio station. That's They're still there, and 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 they they believe that in democracy they got the short end of the yeah. stick. I tell you, a book I'm reading now that we it's entitled "Follow the Plan," and it's a, it's this extensive. It's a great read, 
about QAnon and uh, what that's all about. And it's, it's, it's way over the top and their involvement in all of this. And then just one thing after another, and I don't know where it, it's the highway to hell, but boy, there, these, these emails and these conversations that have come out you look at all the damage that's been caused by Trump. Trump has destroyed the Republican Party in Colorado. Yeah, well, absolutely destroyed it. Yeah. And and he's on the way destroying the party nationally. Yeah, I agree. And the the insanity of the Colorado. Who's going to run the Colorado Republican Party? I have a wonderful friend who I said you could get the job, but do you want it? And he said no. I love you, Dean. And a good last comment. It's just more damage than you know because when 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 the Republican Party is ruined, there are no there are no guardrails. Oh no, and of course not. That's what we're watching now with heroin injection and seizing guns and all this crazy stuff. That's the Republican Party's fault because they were they're just running stooges. And I'm a centrist independent, yeah. but 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 I don't want the Democratic Party to no. control. No, and and by destroying the Democratic, by destroying the Republican Party, Trump, and to some extent Fox News, have destroyed our country. Um, there's other outfits involved in that as well. Because we've lost that we've lost no. our guard. No, no, just listen. This when when the truth is found to be lies, and that's what we're watching right now. Grace Slick in the airplane. I'll talk to you over the weekend, boss. You made the show happen. Thank you. Bye. Dean Singleton, everyone. All right, open lines, 303-696-1971. Then the Von Erich family. It's uh, David Ellis. I'm just texting him this morning. You've heard me telling you about taking your valuables to David Ellis Jewelers. I've got this new motorcycle. I want a, those almost those rubber divers watches, you know, so I can ride and look because it's a different motorcycle than I've had before. Take advantage of David Ellis Jewelers and get a fortune in cash. Get an appraisal from David for all your valuables you have tucked away in your home. It's still true, and I'll share the same reasons to see David. Just in case you don't have a Rolex, rare coins, or silver tea set, see David for all your most meaningful gift-giving occasions. David Ellis Jewelers, the right items, just the right price for special people. That means the most. An antique watch, an emerald pendant, gold necklace, a diamond ring. This trusted jeweler has been buying precious metals and antiques here forever, for decades. Dazzling cases filled with hundreds of new and used pieces for loved ones to treasure. Visit David Ellis for yourself. He's there now. Look at the black awning on the corner of 3rd and Clayton and Cherry Creek. You can explore davidellisjewelry.com. The cases, all those stuff that's in the, in the store. He is my friend, David Ellis. Call him at 303-322-8779. 303-322-8779. David Ellis Jewelry, 3rd and Clayton. they got the black awnings on the building. Seven days a week. No, David, six days. He said, I can't do work. <laughs> six days a week. David Ellis Jewelers, Cherry Creek. Morning, everybody. It is um, 1046, 14 before the hour. It's a Saturday morning, everyone. March the 4th, 48 and sunny, 53 and sunny tomorrow. 710 Kane, U.S. coming up. Steve Harms will talk about the Von Erich family. It's good to have everybody here. We'll go to the phones in a second. Here's our friends, law offices of Danny Kaplis. Dan's, Dan's my guy. We've just been pals forever and... We went through some stuff with our family, and Danny was the lawyer. And I tell you what, comes like the wind. He's the man. 
Dan's believed to be the only attorney in Colorado history to win five straight multi-million dollar jury verdicts in a motor vehicle crash cases. He's got great partners. Most of the guys' firm's lineups, including six former deputy DAs who now use this courtroom experience to help survivors of serious crashes. Danny's there. The firm says talk's cheap, experience counts, results matter. The firm would be happy to share with you all of its track record for outstanding jury verdicts and out-of-court settlements. Campus's law firm believes who you hire says so much about you. They suggest you choose a law firm that shares your your values. The firm believes its core values have been the foundation of its historic success. Faith, integrity, hard work, dedication. See the man. You need Nan's help? Call him at 303-907-5003. 303-907-5003. Look at him on the Internet. Danny's last name, of course, C-A-P-L-I-S, Capless Law. But do yourself a favor. Danny Capless today. Um, we go to Marcus. Marcus, you're on a radio show. Good morning. It's a Saturday. So how are you doing, Peter? Okay, man. I, I like your topic this morning because things have changed in society. It used to be the worst of two evils. Now it's you got to choose between evil and evil. Dumb and it's dumber. Like, is it yeah, Biden, yeah, Biden dumb. or is, huh? yeah, dumber dumber? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it, it's okay. not you know the last good person we had I think was Reagan. And now I, I like agree. no, no, I agree. I totally agree. Yeah, and now it's like a family feud, and it's just I, crazy. I don't know what it is. I get asked that all the time. It's certainly um, a struggle between the arrival of far-left government, and which will bring us to censorship and all these different very frightening things. You remember one of the tenets of fascism is to control who votes or to give power to voting. I watch that on both sides. Uh, We watch people who want to close out a convention so they can control a vote. In the meantime, people on this side, they want everybody to vote. And it's a, you know, I watch this, I watch that, the gun grabbing that's now taking place in in Colorado, the injection site stuff, those are issues that will bring the, the, the demise. Um, again, I mentioned it earlier. If you read Chinese history about what happened in the opium wars, it's the same thing that these people introduced this week at, at, at Colfax and Broadway. I Marcus, I don't have answers. No, it, it's just I've never seen nothing like this. No, me, the years. me as well. Just, me as well. It, it's like, it's just been like in the last 10 years. It's crazy. No, no I agree. It's just, uh, well, it's, it's, I, 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 it, there's yeah. a question that um, historians pose again, and they make a statement, all empires fail. And if you, the last great failing empire was probably the Soviet Union, but all empires fail. And is had the United States become empire, and the the insidiousness of wars that went on just forever without winners, and the pouring into Afghanistan, and the insanity of Southeast Asia, and it just goes on and on and on and on. Yet the rise of the multinational corporations that take the means of production out of this country and knock people out of jobs, and all this power brokering and fiat currency and ridiculous foreign policy in Ukraine, places like that. What's going to, I mean, I'm an old guy, man. I, you know, I pretty much ran my race. What's waiting for this next generation? Well, Peter, like you, they don't know what's waiting for them because mm. they have not experienced something good. That, that, you you well, look at your grandchildren and it, or they never, don't know. But, or better yet, Marcus, they've never experienced anything bad. 
Yeah. They've never I I take the opposite view that they've never they've never experienced anything bad. And it's been I agree you know, with you. I mean that's even perhaps even worse, I don't know, but I don't know. I I don't have answers. I just have continu- continuing questions and see the repetitiveness of history. What 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 Murdoch did with Fox News is unforgivable. It really yeah. is. It really is unforgivable. And, uh, you know, I take Dean's word. You know, the guy's really brilliant. I'm sure he is. And, you know, you can. OK, I'm sure that's, that's true. But what they did and what they did to this country and what other I mean, I'm in a sick business right now. This business is sick. I don't know, brother. Yeah. And you, when you start, talk about Rush Limbaugh, I, you know, I really believe to start. Goes way back, you know. Well, no, listen, Paul he, Harvey. Oh, well, Paul no, but Harvey, 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 Harvey never took calls. Harvey never got into. No, that's yeah. I mean, that's no, more unfair. Uh, no, there's no Limbaugh. <laughs> there's only one of him. He he's the most yeah. dynamic radio personality in I don't know fifty years for real. I'm going to jump. Appreciate it, man. Okay, we go to Ben. Ben, we got about four minutes. Thanks. You're on a radio show. Good morning. Yeah. Hey, Peter. Man. I just think that some of the stuff that Fox is doing is more than just unethical. It's I agree. getting to the point where it's just downright dangerous. I agree. I agree again. You know, we've seen domestic terrorism increase. It used to be we were all worried about Muslims, and these days I'm more concerned about people on the right. Um, um, you know, the left as well. Um, there's n- Not to the same degree. Well, uh, there was a report that came out from the Government Accountability Office and Department of Homeland Security in 2017 that tracked every terrorist attack that had happened since 9-11. And right-wingers had 62 incidents. Yeah. The next closest was um, Islamic militants yeah. who were at 23 yeah. in the U.S. I, but if I, so I would, It's astronomically different yeah. numbers. I'm, I'm, I would urge you to read this. It's a new book. It's out. I just began it. It's entitled Follow the Plan about the... Right- summer. Then you know the book. Yes, yeah. I do. And it's the rise of QAnon. And yeah. you know, they're finding people walking in the pizzerias with, you know, with AKs, not AKs, but uh, with uh, ARs. And, and Looking people, for a basement that doesn't look, exist. A basement that does not exist. <laughs> that's very, Ben, what do you do for real that you're onto that? Um, I actually work at an engineering firm, but. Um, if you're reading that, you're yeah. okay. No, it's it's this amazing book. I got it. Um, I, I, I'm reading so many different things right now. It's really cool to to be in that place where you can spend your day reading. But the book is called Follow the Plan. And we're going to get the guy on the show as soon as I'm done with it about the rise of Q and QAnon. And those, yeah. that's just, I mean, it, 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 is, it runs the parallel track of the track of religious fanaticism. It really is. Yeah, like Scientology or something. But, or you know, yeah, one of the no. ones. No. Boy, that's really bright. Yeah, very much Scientology. And actually, Scientology is very dangerous. But I, why do I think QAnon takes the next step? I don't, I don't know. I, I don't. They don't. Yeah. They don't listen to facts. Like no, it doesn't matter. Their, prediction, their predictions will fail. It doesn't matter. J- JFK Jr. is supposed to show up down. Yes. Well, is that great? The, the creating in a, as, a, as a geek about this, and I want you to call anytime you want, um, the, they, they were called Millerites, and I think they became Seventh-day Adventist or they became Jehovah's Witnesses. I'm not sure. But there was a comet. Haley's Comet was coming, and everybody was going to die. And so they gave everything away and went up on the top of a mountaintop. I think it was like um, whatever a mountain was in Georgia. I'm trying to remember. 
But then Haley's Comet didn't kill everybody, but they had already given away their farms, and they wrapped themselves in white sheets, and they waited for the comet. So it was, okay, it didn't happen. Doesn't matter. You know, the beat goes on. And there's not a moment where you go like, oh, wow, that didn't work. Mm-hmm. So we don't reassess and like maybe oh, we were wrong. Yeah, and and that, this part with Fox. I mean, I I said it to Dean. There's a part of me that is just so appalled that they did this. Well, they used to have a section in Fox News called the Brain Room, which was basically where you know producers, writers, cast mm-hmm. members would go in and send in questions. And the Brain Room was where they had all these researchers that would go oh, in and oh, yeah. fact check items and go do everything. And in September of 2020, they laid off about a quarter of that group. Yeah. And I think they've laid off almost another um, 30% on top of that since then. Well, so they're not really interesting in fact-checking as much as they used well, to be when they had Shepard Smith. And, yeah. When I said it to, to Dean, as much as I dislike Roger Ailes, Ailes was brilliant. Ailes, Roger Ailes creates, helps create Rush Limbaugh. Mur- Murdoch, from the history books I've read, or the history about it I've read, Murdoch sees that in him, and he realizes he has this, this un, un, you know, this genius, and he he creates Fox, but inside of it is this strange person that Roger Ailesby is and becomes. He's an, he's almost a, um, I don't want to say Epstein, but he well. He he's a mm. Weinstein character <laughs> almost. He I, yeah. there's another book that I just finished. We get on the show entitled Hollywood Ending about about that story and and he will die in prison now. But it, look at the destruction that was in his wake. Yeah, he was a smart business guy and a reprehensible human being. Brilliant, absolutely well said. Absolutely well said. I appreciate this. So we're up on against the. Listen, doors open, man. You take care of yourself. Well, great call. And that you know that book, it's even cooler. Thank you. Thank you, man. All right. On the other side, longtime friend, Steve Harms. I am you know, obviously a great pro wrestling fan. And that's why I cut that promo about Fox News being now part of pro wrestling. Everybody knows it's fake. You still watch it for fun. The Von Erich family was an American wrestling family and originally from Texas. And they're the Atkinsons and Jack Atkinson, who becomes Fritz Von Erich. And Steve Harms knew him, worked for him. Steve's just, I mean, I'm just a huge Steve Harms fan. and But the kids, the boys, and now this great movie's coming. And it's getting a lot of attention. The Iron Claw, which was their finisher. And Steve will explain finishers. But there are these new pictures that are out that it's going to be about the Von Erichs. And I love the stories of professional wrestling. And the man's coming up. So 710 KUS, we are Denver's talk station. It's a Saturday morning, March the 4th, 48 and sunny, 53 and sunny tomorrow. A thank you to Mark Crowley already this morning and to Dean who made the morning work. Steve Harms next about Fritz von Erich on 710 KNUS. Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525.